Today's reading comes from Paul's letter to the church of Corinth, from 1 Corinthians chapter 12, verse 3 through verse 13. And no one can say Jesus is Lord except the Holy Spirit. There are different kinds of gifts, but the same Spirit. There are different kinds of service, but the same Lord. There are different kinds of working, but the same God works all of them in all men. Now to each one, the manifestation of the Spirit is given for the common good. To one, there is given through the Spirit the message of wisdom. To another, the message of knowledge by means of the same Spirit. To another, faith by the same Spirit. To another, gifts of healing by that one Spirit. To another, miraculous powers. To another, prophecy. To another, distinguishing between spirits. To another, speaking in different kinds of tongues. And to still another, the interpretation of those tongues. All these are the work of the one and the same Spirit. And he gives them to each one just as he determines. The body is a unit. Though it is made up of many parts, and though all its parts are many, they form one body. So it is with Christ. For we were all baptized by one spirit into one body, whether Jews or Greeks, slave or free. And we were all given the one spirit to drink. This is the word of God for the people of God. Thanks be to God. Let us pray. Ever equipping God as I speak, may you increase and I decrease. May the words you have given me for this message be seeds that rest in our hearts, that we might bear fruit for you here on earth. May I be bold and courageous in speaking what it is you've given me to speak. And may we as your people have ears that hear. This is our prayer in the name of Jesus Christ. Amen. Happy birthday to me. Happy birthday to me. Oh, it's not my birthday. It's the church's birthday. Aren't you excited to celebrate a birthday? I love birthday celebrations. Well, other than the fact that you'd have to admit that you're a year older, but you know what? You're a year better. You have grown, you've matured, you've gained more wisdom. And hopefully, as we celebrate the birthday of the church, the church can recognize that it, too, may have gotten a year older. But hopefully, together, we've become wiser. We've learned to love better. And we've learned to be community together. Or maybe, just maybe, We've understood that it's the Spirit who equips us for all things. That's really what we're celebrating today. We're celebrating the day that God poured out the Holy Spirit onto the church. That God poured out that Spirit that came and spoke in different languages so that every human being could understand the gospel message that was gathered that day. Spoke in each one's personal tongue so they could hear, so they could understand the love of God. The Holy Spirit, like flames and a rushing wind, came into the world and moved in a mighty way. We, uh, in the church, we call this Pentecost, the coming of the Holy Spirit. 
the birthday of the church. But I love, instead of reading the actual account in Acts about the coming of the Holy Spirit on the church, today I chose the text of Paul. Because I believe for the established church, we need to remember one thing. We are all the same. The body of Christ has no special parts. No one is better than anyone else. Everyone has a purpose. But as one body, we function with the same Spirit. The Holy Spirit of God is in us and dwells in us. Now, my grandchildren, when it's their birthday, there's one thing, well, maybe two, things that they're focused on. First, they're focused on the cake. They love to eat the cake. And who doesn't, right? We love to eat the good food and the cake at our celebrations. But more importantly, they're focused on those gifts. And as the gifts come through the door, you can see them just like I, even as a grown adult, when the gifts come in the door and the, the cards come, you know, your eyes, you can't help it. Because those gifts are for you. It's the same way with the Holy Spirit. God sent the Holy Spirit that day as God sends the Holy Spirit every day into our lives to bring us gifts. And I hope you heard Paul say that we, the people of God, have different gifts. Now, I'm not talking about gifts of preaching and singing and and playing golf or whatever sports you can play, whatever you're good at, and sewing. Those are genetic gifts that you've been given by God. What I'm saying are, those deep spiritual gifts that God gives us for those moments in our lives. Gifts like wisdom. Wisdom is a gift that's given to us. Knowledge is a gift that's given to us. Teaching is a gift that's given to us. Discerning is a gift that's given to us. The ability to speak in tongues, the ability to interpret what's said in tongues, they're all gifts of the Holy Spirit. And God gives them to us as we need those. It's almost like a toolbox, if you will, that God has for us, and God has gifts for us, and God gives those gifts. If you'll notice what Paul said, I love this. Paul says, each gift is given by the same Spirit, by the one Spirit, and by the one God who does this For all men, all men and women, all of human creation. God wants to give us gifts. Now, who doesn't like to get gifts on their birthday? It's a wonderful thing to do and it's a wonderful thing to receive. It's because they're gifts of love. We give one another gifts on our birthdays for one purpose. And that's to say, we love you. God gives us the Holy Spirit for one purpose. So that we can say, God loves us. And if we can say, God loves us in a humble way to the rest of the world, then we can let everyone else in the world understand that God loves them too. No matter who you are, no matter what your gift is, the one God, through the power of the one Holy Spirit, can work through God's many gifts into the many members of the body, and together we'll work together to draw others to know the gospel message. It's a pretty simple message, right? But you have to think about the gifts that you're given. Discernment. It's a huge gift. 
that we can use to figure out where God's working and what God wants for particular purposes, maybe even what the text says for the day. We use that kind of gift to help guide us in our lives. But see, our gifts are used for one purpose, and that's to bear fruit in this world. Paul, later in Galatians, he talks about the fruits of the Spirit. Love, patience, kindness, joy, goodness, gentleness, self-control. Those kind of things are what he's talking about as fruits of the Spirit. But if we don't use our gifts right, then we won't produce fruit. How many of you have a gift you've been given for Christmas, I mean for your birthday, but you don't use it? Or how many of you even do this? I heard a story about a man who gave a woman an engagement ring for her birthday. The next day, she exchanged the engagement ring for a different ring. Now, I don't know if that's what you want to do with the gifts God gives you. How many of us are people who take our gifts back and exchange them for something else we like better than what was given to us? What you have to understand is that on this birthday, God gives you good gifts. And all of God's good gifts are given for one purpose. And that's so that we can bear fruit and share God's love with other people. It's the only thing we get to do through the power of the Holy Spirit, and that's grow the community. It's a birthday. It's a celebration. But it comes at a very awkward time. I don't know if you're looking at the gifts. For some reason this week, the gift of discernment has stuck with me. That we the world need the gift of discernment. We the world need the gift of wisdom. Because something's happening beyond our walls. As we're in here celebrating the goodness of of God and the celebration of the Spirit and the giving of the gifts, The problem is we're not using them. We're not using the gifts that God gives us to produce fruit in the world. When you have a governor hung in effigy, when you have a young man killed and it becomes a racist story, when you have an abuse of power, and I can go on and on about the things that are happening in our world where we're not taking care of each other. God doesn't give us gifts to use in this world to promote ourselves. God gives us gifts so that we can produce fruit in the world. Patience, kindness, self-control, gentleness, goodness, and above all, peace, love, joy. They're all there in a basket waiting to be gathered if we're willing to use the tools to produce those fruits. But church, let me tell you something. We don't gather anymore on Sunday yet. That doesn't mean we quit being the church. We celebrate the birthday and we sing our songs and we're having a great time in the sanctuary. But we need to remember we have the greatest gift of all and that's the gift of the Holy Spirit. And it's the gift of the Holy Spirit that will change people. But church, we have to use the gift. We have to open the gift. We can't take it back and give it to the giver and say we don't want it. 
Christ died for us so that we might live with God and we might share that love to all of the world. Christ didn't die for us so that we can say somebody's not worthy of God's love because of the color of their skin. Christ didn't die for us so that we can go about and make fun of our government officials and threaten their lives. Christ died for us so that we can stand for justice and love in this world. So that we can use the gifts to produce fruit that makes a community that loves all people. We weren't born to be selfish in Christ. We were born to be selfless in Christ. And it's the same spirit in you, and it's the same spirit in me, and it's the same spirit in our brothers and sisters around the world who are somewhat different than us, that God resides and God wants us to be community together. And if we're so selfish and caught up in our pandemic times that all we worry about is us, then we've lost contact with what we're celebrating today, and that's the power of the Holy Spirit. And it's time, church, that we open the gifts again. And it's time, church, that we listen to the discernment of God. And it's time, church, that we take God's knowledge into the world and we express and produce fruit. It's the birthday of the church. It's the time for us to come together and celebrate. It's the time for us to jump and shout and be so proud of who we are as people of God. But we cannot turn our eyes on ourselves during these times. We have to continue to be who it is God's made us to be. We have to continue to love one another, not push one another away, or prove to or say that we're better than anyone else. This house, it's nothing without God's Spirit. This community of faith, it's nothing without God's Holy Spirit. The work we do in the community is nothing without the power of the Holy Spirit. It's our birthday. Let's don't let this day go by that we don't celebrate the goodness of God in our lives. That we don't celebrate the power of the Holy Spirit in our lives. That we don't celebrate the fruit that's produced in our lives by the works of the Holy Spirit. And most of all, most of all, Let's don't forget the Holy Spirit was created for us. On your birthday, you remember exactly that, your birth. Paul says these works are done for the goodness of all, for the common good of all people. If we, the church, will go back and will remember our birth, And we'll remember what it is God was doing when God sent the Holy Spirit. Then we can claim again who we are in Christ. We can open the gifts that God has for us. And we can produce fruit in this world for all people. And we can change the world. We can change the world. I've read several articles this week about what's happening in our communities and in our world as far as the tension In politics, the tension in race relationships, the tension even within the church on whether we have, when we open our buildings again. God doesn't want any of that. God wants us on this birthday to be in touch again with what God was doing and God was creating. God was creating a new understanding, not about power, but about justice. Not about self-righteousness, but about God's righteousness. 
we, the people of God, have a chance to do something right now that will make a difference in this world. We have a real big opportunity right before us on this very day, the day of Pentecost. We have the opportunity to repent, to get on our knees and admit to God that, no, we're, we're not looking out for others. We've abused the gift you've given us. And God will send us anew the flame of the Holy Spirit into our lives. And God will give us the gifts anew that we can go out and in this world we can make a difference. We can see the fruit of love. We can see the fruit of peace. We can see the fruit of kindness come to fruition in our lives if we but repent of ourself and we open ourselves to the power of the Holy Spirit and receive that same Spirit that Paul talked to his church about. The purpose of the church is to share the gospel message wherever we go. That means that we should be walking through fields of fruit everywhere we go. That means that over our shoulder, we should carry the gifts of the Spirit. That means that we should be together. Together. For the body has no special part. Every part of the body is essential to the message of the gospel. Every part of the body. That means every individual has a purpose. There's somebody out there that you represent the gospel to. There's somebody out there that's watching you. There's somebody out there that's listening to you. There's somebody out there that wants to see the Jesus in you by the power of the Holy Spirit, and they're waiting for that. It's the church's birthday. Let us celebrate. Let us give praise to God, and let us discern those gifts that we have so that we can produce fruit. Produce fruit in a world that is hungry, and in a world that needs nutrition, in a world that needs God. Let us, those who celebrate, carry out into the streets and love others as we have been loved by God. And may the Holy Spirit go with us on this day of Pentecost. Happy birthday, church. Happy birthday.